Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT. AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we're going to bring you up to date now on a very dangerous piece of legislation in Sacramento, Assembly Bill 645. It's the work of an assemblywoman from Glendale by the name of Laura Friedman, who we threw in the dumpster. It's the evil speed cameras. Uh, a pilot program that they're kicking off. And, of course, they'd eventually like to bring this to the rest of the state, to a community near you. Uh, remember the whole red light camera nonsense? Speed cameras, well, they do exactly what you think they're going to do. They could send you a ticket if you travel a certain miles per hour over the posted speed limit. The update is coming once again from our uh, expert source. Uh, Jay Bieber is Director of Public Policy for the National Motorists Association as well as executive director, of course, for years of Safer Streets, L.A. And enemy number one is uh, an assemblywoman, Laura Friedman, from Pasadena. She's uh, the chairman of the Transportation Committee, and she's the one uh, pushing this nonsense. Uh, Jay, how are you? Uh, other than this bill, I'm great, and it's great to talk to you. And I missed you the last time that I was on, so... Um... I know, I know. I know you were out, like destroying the planet, like flying somewhere or driving somewhere. Or yeah, I was. Uh, I spent my vacation. I left my car idling for the whole week. That's that's what I was doing. <laughs> All right. Ex- I, hope uh, I hope you didn't have any effect on the planet. While no, not actually living your life. Planet's the same temperature. Uh, right. Just quick rundown for people who are not familiar, because th- this kind of story takes a long time to penetrate. What's the speed camera idea in general terms? Okay, so if you're familiar with the red light camera program, 
similar idea, which is that if you go a certain miles per hour over the speed limit, and usually that's on streets where the speed limit has been lowered to a speed that's not really realistic for the way the, speed, the road has been built, um, you would get a ticket in the mail. You would have, this would be actually different than red light cameras, which is that the ticket would go to the car owner, not the person who was driving. You have no way to defend yourself. Uh, it would go, it would have a, um, a, a local hearing in an in a administrative hearing that would be run by the city, not by the courts. So you have absolutely no rights with regards to that. And it's just basically a way to confiscate your money for driving your car. Is, is that legal? Is it? Is it legal to give a ticket and take money from someone who may not have committed the crime, who did not commit the crime? Well, that's actually a really good question, and they're doing it in certain realms right now and in, in other places around the country. So unless, you know, we say, is it legal? Well, do I think it's moral? Is it ethical? I, I don't think so. Well, I just don't understand. How could you uh, accuse somebody of an infraction when uh, they didn't do it? I, I don't understand that. You're, you're absolutely right, and, and that's one of the arguments against this bill, and it's uh, one of the arguments against this whole scheme, which is, at least with the red light cameras, as bad as it was, it was exactly the same violation, and you had to identify the driver. It's too inconvenient for them to identify the driver, so how do you penalize more people for driving their cars? Well, you just make the owner of the vehicle responsible. And they say, well, you know, it's no different than getting a parking ticket, except a parking ticket is very different. It's for putting your car somewhere where it doesn't belong. It's not for an act like a safety action where you supposedly are doing something that's unsafe. And, and the other part of it, which will potentially lead to legal challenges if this bill becomes law, is that they are using the cameras for the same infraction that if you were pulled over by a police officer but they're using the cameras to do it and that basic speed law does not apply to the way they have this camera system set up so there is a potential to you know to challenge this well, legally. Yeah, but it sounds like they're they're intentionally setting up a speed trap you say they lower the speed limits to a number that is below what is normal to drive, and we've talked into in the past that you cannot set a speed limit too low because it it it, it the way the, the human mind uh, perceives the speed that they're driving based on the nature of the road. We're going to go at a certain speed. That's just in our nature to go at a certain speed. That's that's exactly right. And and if anybody doubts this. Try going on a big, wide street with a lot of lane and try driving 20 or 25 miles an no. hour no, when no one's around so you don't cause an accident. But, right. but try doing that and see how it feels. You can't keep it up for any length of time. No. So it's an artificially so low speed. That we're just that... going to change the number on the sign and people are going to comply with it. It's not possible no. for people to do it. It's too artificially low and your brain's going to reject it. Exactly. And then they're going to go, aha, right. we got you on camera. Now, that, that's, that's, that's right. creepy and wrong. It is, it's, it's wrong on a whole bunch of other levels. And it's and here's the thing. I know there's a lot of talk about, like, you know, speeding drivers, and certainly there are people who are out street racing and doing very dangerous things. There's no question about that. And we all want to get those people off the road. This is a program that would target the average person, the, the mom who's taking their kids to school or to soccer practice, that's going, you know, the, the maid or the gardener that's just trying to get to work and work their you know, low-wage job. And then they're going to drive, and they're going to get one of these tickets, and, you know, a portion of their day's pay is going to go away because 
this was a camera that just basically caught them for driving the way they built the government, built the road a certain way, and then says, no, we don't want you to drive that speed. We're going to give you a ticket. But it's really about trying to penalize people who drive cars. Well, see, the thing is, because you're they they always say, oh, we're just trying to save lives because pedestrians are dying. I've looked at the maps where the pedestrians get run over. It's in the areas where where homelessness is is prevalent. There are so many people who are drunk and drugged out who get run over by cars because they are stumbling around in the dark. And, and, exactly. and, I mean, I mean, and, and now they want to go after ordinary citizens or like you said, the street racers. They don't do anything to stop the street racers, but they're going to come after us and use the street racing right. crimes as as their excuse. Exactly. And the excuse is, well, you know, pedestrians are pedestrians are dying in larger numbers. Well, the fact of the matter is that speed on unsafe speed is not a major factor in terms of pedestrian fatalities. It's simply not. It's not the cause of them. But one of the things that I found out in some of my recent research, which we're going to release at some point in the near future, is that if you look at the rise in what they call complete streets, a lot of these, these you know, bike lanes and all this, all this stuff that they're doing to change the nature of the street, if you look at the increase in those projects around the country over the years, it, it tracks exactly, almost exactly, with the rise in pedestrian fatalities. Because they're putting more people in harm's way. They're putting bicyclists in harm way, harm's way because yes. they're mixing different types of traffic. And they're also not keeping the people who are able to protect themselves. They're not taking, making them responsible for their own safety. And, yes, it has a lot to do with the homelessness and the people that are you know, wandering around in the street that don't belong in the street. All right. I got to tell you a quick story what I saw today, which illustrates your point. We're stopped at a light on the west side, my wife and I, and um, there are a number of cars who are going down the right lane to make a right on red at the light. But that right on red lane also overlaps with the bike lane. And there's there's bicyclists who are stopped at the light, but they're partially blocking the cars that want to make the right on red. And the bicyclist is getting angry and he's waving his arm at all these cars that are really buzzing right by him really close. And they're making their right turn. And then there's another bicyclist and he sneaks up on the right side and cuts this guy off. And now the bicyclist is shaking his fist at the other cyclist. So we, and, and, and the whole thing is a complete mess. And it's a city made mess. Now, if that cyclist gets into an accident. A car hits him or another cyclist hits him. Yeah, he ends up being a statistic. Why? Because he's 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 biking at an intersection, right, with a traffic light where he shouldn't be. They shouldn't be allowing bicyclists in, in the on this street. It's too busy. There's too much action going on. Exactly. We don't there's a reason why we don't put bicyclists and pedestrians on freeways or on highways. We, just, we don't do it because the, the, the traffic shouldn't be mixed with that. There, look, there are appropriate places for bike lanes and things like that on, on you know, small streets and places that, you know, where it's safe for somebody to bike and, to, to, um, and, and uh, to be out on the street that way. But on major, major thoroughfares, and I don't know which street this was, but I'm sure it was something like Olympic or, you know. It was one of the main boulevards. Like that. One of the main boulevards. And, and. When you look at the statistics of, for pedestrians and bicyclists, more than 50% are, of the fatalities are caused by something that the pedestrian or the bicyclist did wrong, according to the law, and, which is one of the reasons why they keep trying to change the law and make these things 
not not illegal because they don't want they don't want the pedestrians and the bicyclists to be responsible for any of this stuff. So you know, they're, they're, it's it's this sort of idea that the streets are actually for bicyclists and pedestrians. They want to all go back to the 1900s before motor cars and you know, horse and buggies and stuff like that. This yeah. is what they would like. This is the way they would like us to live our all lives. Right. All right, Jay, and, we have to we have to go. But what can people do? They can go to saferstreetsla.org. Yeah, go to saferstreetsla.org. There's a big red button there. Um, it takes you to a petition page. That petition, you sign a petition, it automatically sends an email to all of the people that will be voting on this bill. There's also a place on that page in order for people to make a phone call to the senator, the state senator, Anthony Portentino. He's not our enemy, okay, but he will decide on whether this bill moves forward from his appropriations committee in the Senate this week. So by Friday, this decision is going to be made. So, and I think you guys put up a link to this on one of your on one of your pages um, on the KFI website. So right. and I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, so people should look for that or go to just directly to saferstreetsla.org and take action because this, you know, they're they're coming after us. There, you know, there's a big hit, hit piece about me today on the streets blogs. Yeah, we saw that. Page, this, this organization. So, you know, they're, they're coming after us and they don't like us because we're effective. And they, and they certainly... They hate me because they hate the average person. Because that's who I speak, who I'm speaking for. So you right. know, they hate me because they hate you guys. All right, Jay. Thanks. Always good to talk to you, Director of Public Policy for the National Motorist Association, and of course, Executive Director of Safer Streets LA. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on Demand from KFI AM six forty. I don't know if it's some foreign food. Hmm. Something in the microwave, some bodily admissions, somebody didn't wash today. No, Woof. man. I thought there's nobody there. It's... Uh, there's nobody here, so I don't know what's stinking. Something stinking. Something stinking. <laughs> Ask Ray. He's been sitting out there all day. Is it Ray? I don't know. <laughs> I've been in this studio all by, by myself. Poor COVID Ray. They have him quarantined alone. over there I, Maybe somewhere. he didn't shower during COVID week. I don't know. Woof. That's bad. It's John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640. Yeah, so we just got done talking to Jay Bieber, the Director of Public Policy for the National Motors Association, and also, of course, Executive Director of Longtime Safer Streets LA. This is important because this is how they get you. I mean, we did a lot on the red light cameras years ago. And then, of course, the famous road diet work that we did back in 2017. The new idea is the speed camera. This is another money grab. But it's also for the crowd that thinks, oh, too many people are dying on our roads and I hate cars and they drive too fast. So in some, and we talked about this with Jay, what they're trying to do, and you hear them talk about this all the time, is lower the speed limits because it's unsafe out there. Well, they do that and then they get you but, with a speed camera well, ticket. They want money. So, of course, they have to invent a fake problem, a fake crisis. The people who end up, how, how the hell do you die in the street? Seriously, how does that happen? If you well, just follow one rule, look both ways. It's impossible for you to die in the street. I've almost been run over a few times, but but you not, weren't. I wasn't, but it was it was close because, because you some people just came out of nowhere and they were. I did look, but some people drive so fast and they they turn left. Usually, that's what happened. I'm in a crosswalk. And they just come flying up and look, turn left right in front of me or behind me. Look, in a city, most of the people walk in the streets are like our mental patients and uh, drug addicts and vagrants and weirdos. 
You know, all I kinds thought most of, of the vagrants are dying from overdoses. They're well, dying from getting hit by cars. Uh, uh, yeah, they, yes. If they survive the overdose, they get run over by a car, or they pass out from the overdose in the street. No, I mean, I mean that, that that that's what's going on here. It it it's it's people stumbling around in the dark, and they get run over probably by drunks who are speeding down the uh, down the boulevards. And you heard Jay mention apparently it doesn't get a lot of attention, but it's important to note that uh, there are some actors out there. This is called Streets Blog. They're bicycle advocates. And they did a hit piece on him where they called him a gadfly and they tried to rip him because he's been effective in fighting this bill in Sacramento. You know what? They get money from the cities. Like Los Angeles tax money goes to many of these bike advocacy groups. So again, it's another racket, another scam. But they're powerful lobbyists, so we can't ignore them. No, even I though know. most of you listening right now are like, "What streets blog?" No, well, they don't care that you don't know who they are. They're up there in places like Sacramento and LA city government, advocating and, to take the roads and, away from cars. And there's pe- rich people who donate money to these groups. And they also get public money. And so it's a job to them. And their job is make a lot of noise, make a big ruckus, try to intimidate. I mean, who's a fanatic about biking? I mean, I've been biking since I was a little kid. How do you get to be a fanatic about biking where I want to take over the road now? I want a lane to myself. In fact, I'm more important than a car. Who thinks like that? They think they're in the the, the Tour well, de France how, or something. How do you One get of these bike how races? You, they're very serious. How yeah. do you go from being a little kid in a tricycle uh, on a sidewalk in front of your parents' house? How do you end up being some Looney Tune who wants to rid the uh, roads of all motor cars? What, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> go to a park, go to a, the beach or something, find a bike lane, and and spend your days biking around like you're eight years old. I'm an adult. I need a car. I don't know what you're doing with your life, but if you're on a bike, you're evidently not in a hurry to get anywhere to be a success at anything. All right. God. We got more, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. 
Identity theft protection starts here. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. What? We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. There's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, or you know, whether those aliens are here or not. I, I commuted for 36 years as President, Vice President of the United States. Happy birthday, dear Valvin. Happy birthday to you. I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone. Every time I hear hail to the chief, wonder where the hell is he? Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? What, what, I can't remember it. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education, I nominated Javier Bacaria. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Kleptocracy, yeah. Kleptocracy, the guys who are the kleptocracy. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here. And now, to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay, here's John and Ken. I was just reading that most of the political Democrats in Washington, Hmm. they see the polls. They see that 77% of the public thinks Biden's too old. Yeah, They're panicking. They don't know what to do. But if he's a nominee, what are people going to do? Well, they want to. They got to come out. They 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 don't know he's what's going to win this nomination unless he collapses, like you said. But <laughs> I know. I think they. And if he's up against Trump, and then we're going to talk about a third party candidate <laughs> who's getting some attention because that can when an election's really close, that can screw things up. So now, because nobody putting, has the courage to tell the truth out loud, that's why. The story that most of the media doesn't cover, but certain outlets do. Concerns the business dealing of the Bidens. Joe and Hunter 
The revelation this week is that the National Archives has 5,400 emails and records linked to Joe Biden's email aliases. <laughs> he, while he was vice president, was using names like Robert Peters, Robin Ware, and J.R.B. Ware to send emails. And it's believed that this was his way of discussing business with Hunter Biden and Associates. Well, yeah. To influence Petal. Right. Yeah. It was his backdoor way of just disguising his identity. So it's like that, they used all these bank accounts and family members to collect the money, right? Yes. He had this this corruption operation running from inside the White House when he was vice president. He That's was, when he had the most power until he became president, right? Yeah. He was using his ability to influence or control certain events, and he was selling. He was selling his services through Hunter. Hunter right. would do the negotiations, and Hunter would collect the money and then distribute it to everybody in the family. Let me ask yourself, who would pay Hunter Biden millions of dollars to do what? Especially foreign companies were doing this, right? He got an $80,000 diamond from... <laughs> A Chinese energy company executive, uh, the chairman named Yi Zhongming, he's a member of the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> he gave an $80,000 diamond to Hunter Biden. Why? Because he's cute? <laughs> Why? Joe, Why would a man give another man a diamond? <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Biden stopped by the Four Seasons Hotel where Hunter was dining with executives of CEFC, uh, and that's uh, that's the organization where the chairman gave Hunter the $80,000 diamond. <laughs> and this is from a Biden business associate, Rob Walker. Walker had told IRS investigators that that's what was going on. And then the IRS employee, Gary Shapley, has testified before Congress telling this story. Because that's what Biden was up to. You always wonder, what does a vice president do all day? This is what Biden was doing. He was getting his, himself and his family rich. Now, it's way too early, of course, the way things are bizarrely mapping out in this presidential race. So Emerson just released a poll, a hypothetical matchup between Trump and Biden. It's 46 Trump, 44 Biden. But when you add in, and I didn't know this until a few weeks ago, there's a guy running on the Green Party ticket named Cornell West. He's grabbing like 5% from Biden. He's a fairly well-known uh, professor. Yes, I have heard professor. his name, but I didn't know he was running uh, for He's He's uh, the Green Party candidate. Have you seen him? Have I seen him? Yeah, he, he's, he's black and he has uh, Don King's hairstyle. Oh, no, I have not seen that. Yeah, and, no. a, and a big, thick beard. Yeah, He's, he's written had, many books. Like, he's a professor, you said? Oh, yeah, something? yeah, he's a professor, intellectual. Uh, he's, uh, speaks well, very striking. Like, if, well, he, if he gets involved in the public debate, he could, he could, I could see him drawing a few percent of the vote. It says and, here he's drawing 7% of independents, 8% of black people, 7% Hispanics. And these are all demographics mm -hmm. that helped Biden win right. in 2020. Right. So they're not they're not Trump people that would have voted for Trump. They're going to vote for Cornell West. Right. There's Biden people, most likely. Remember, what was that woman's name? Jill something that ran? Jill Stein. Jill Stein. She was the Green right. Party candidate who screwed Hillary. That's and, right. They blamed that woman. Right. And Ralph Nader screwed uh, Al Gore against That's George Bush. Right. Years ago, just by taking a few percent and in a few key states, it can make a real difference. Uh, on the Republican side, this poll didn't show a hell of a lot of difference because Trump 
ditched the debate and also because he keeps getting indicted. He lost a little bit of, I think there was a drop in uh, whether or not they would vote for Trump if he is uh, convicted. A little bit drop in the support for that. But <laughs> overall, you know. Do you know he has not only those four trials, uh, criminal trials coming up, yeah. he's got two civil trials he's got to face during the same period of time. Oh, that woman? The woman who's suing for defamation who claims that Trump raped Trump her. raped her, right. Because he still will not cop to that and is claiming she lies. And then there's this other one, which I forgot about, but in New York City, he's getting a civil lawsuit that Trump and his sons inflated the value of their properties owned by the Trump organization in oh, order yeah. to get loans. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And he's going to go, he's got to go to court um, in October, this coming October for that one. Yeah, I just read that the federal trial that they just announced the March 4th date, that's going to mm. overlap with that New York State trial over mm. the Stormy Daniels money. Yeah. So that's uh, going to be a real... <laughs> Next year, this is obviously going to be the big story because it can take so many twists and turns between now sure. and then and a year from now. Yeah. Uh, this will be the time a year from now they're having the conventions. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 till 4. After 4 o'clock, we post... John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. And uh, you can listen to that all night and you will never be lonely. That's right. Some people just like to have voices in their head. So if that's what you need to do, just tap our podcast uh, everywhere you go. Uh, we have this story out of Australia making news today. Uh, it involves a woman that, uh, well, she had a worm removed from her brain. She apparently first came to the hospital's attention because she had abdominal pain, diarrhea, dry cough, night sweats about a year ago. And it got worse. They weren't able to figure out what was wrong with her. Then she started experiencing forgetfulness and depression. Scans showed changes in her brain. So a surgeon by the name of Hari Priyabandi was just performing a biopsy through a hole in the patient's skull to see if they could figure out if it was a cancerous tumor. And the entire operating room, the jaws dropped because the surgeon used forceps and pulled out the worm. Three Ow. inches long. How long? Three inches. Oh, that Three is a inches long worm. And the worm is commonly found in carpet pythons. This is a snake. And you finally fast forward through this story. And the woman actually lives near a carpet python habitat and goes in there to forage for native vegetation. See, that's what you get. She wants no, greens to don't, cook. Don't do that. See? Eat, yeah. Yeah, stay home and eat meat. That's right. That's don't, what's, what's going to happen to our vegan on the show. Don't she go could be foraging <laughs> and end up with a worm in her brain. The worm's eggs are commonly shed in snake droppings, which contaminate the grass. Oh. Yeah. Well, snakes reproduce just like people do, John. They'll drop eggs. And, yeah, well, uh, that's why you should. One of them could end up in your brain. That's why you don't go picking vegetation. It's not <laughs> worth having a salad, is it? You, you, end up, you, you don't a, forage. With a, yeah, you're not supposed to forage. No. But I get worried about do. that. So sometimes when I walk around in like the forest areas, I always worry about, uh, is there some plant that's going to give me poison ivy or something here, rubbing against yeah. me? Or... Well, that'll just give you a rash. Yeah. 
But it was a stunner. They did not know this is what they were going to find. They thought, oh, maybe there's a tumor in there. They were just doing a biopsy, and suddenly it's like, what is this? The worm was wiggling around the brain, was giving all kinds of weird symptoms. I know. Oh. Uh, Yeah, it was still wriggling. So I don't know how long it had been there alive. How long do you think it was in there? Well, it probably Mm. grew from the egg, right? It hatched. Yeah, it hatched and was probably living off the brain tissue. Oh, she probably got some permanent damage from the. Uh, That's why she was having forgetfulness and depression. Right, right. Was eating those parts of her brain. <laughs> he was the worm was eating her memory, <laughs> and, and her happy part of her brain. Oh man! All right, Conway's here. I got all the symptoms of that worm. <laughs> all might, of them. Do you? you yeah. Might, I don't think he went foraging for a vegetation though. No, That's how she but, got it. but it, when you <laughs> swim in ponds and stuff like I do, I'm a pond swimmer. You're a oh man. <laughs> With pond scum? Oh, yeah, people you know, don't know that. You, you know, down in the south, people swim in those ponds because the water is very warm. Right. Amoebas, brain-eating amoebas. Get in your nose, yeah. Get in your nose, and that's it. Yeah. yeah they eat your brain, you die. It's over, right? Well, you got to go one way or another. You know, <laughs> who cares? Uh, the heat wave continues until, I, I guess, tomorrow. There's a storm in Florida, and uh, I don't know. Not convincing today. I don't think he likes his list. Don't like that. I, I think no, this is the no. last week's list. Oh, uh, really? Something about Disneyland. Oh, do it again. Give it another shot. Maybe it'll go better. <laughs> We're just going to goof on people like we all do right, every day. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that's all we do. That's, that's all, we all you do. need to do. That's right. That's all and the Steve people Gre- want. Steve Gregory's coming in. The FBI has had a huge sting. Huge, oh, huge right. sting. Okay, good. There you go. There's yeah. a story. Ding that, dong. It's all huge. Right. All right, Conway, <laughs> Steve dog. Gregory, Crozier right. coming up at the news. Yeah. 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. 
For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 